are 30-somethings living in a city, showing what it means to live chastity, the Catholic faith, and friendship. I'm Mary. I'm Lizzie. I'm Abigail. And I'm Anne. And this is Chastity Chastity in the City. Modern Catholic women living city lives. So grab a Cosmo or a cup of tea and join the conversation. friends Lizzie, Anne, and Abigail, and today we are talking about gratitude. The best attitude is gratitude. This is a season of thanks, and we are very grateful for each other, at least I am, and I want to hear from y'all. What is your gratitude practice? Well, I'm always open to learning new gratitude practices, but I would say mine is that I really try to focus daily on thanking God for the gifts that he has given me mm-hmm. um, because honestly that's not something that I used to do on a daily basis. It'd be mm-hmm. more, I think before I really got more into my faith and as I was first developing into my faith and I think a lot of people can probably identify with this. Mm-hmm. Most of my prayers were more like, God, this is where I need you. I need you to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Please, I have, a, I have a laundry list for you. Help me here, help me there. But I wasn't focusing that much on giving gratitude back to God for everything that he has given me. And so I really try to do that. And just, especially when I go to mass, when I receive communion, just, um, when I kneel down, I always focus on like having a long prayer session and just, you know, for what I can do at mass and just, um, thanking Jesus for like everything that he's given me and how he's working in my life and how I know he's going to continue to work in my life. Um, so yeah, I think, for me, it's just being conscientious about it. So I think that's the word I'm thinking of. I would agree with that. I think that for me, it's it's also about giving you know giving thanks to God for the gifts and the blessings that I've received, which are abundant. And I think that the more that you choose to see that, the more that you see, right? And it grows and grows and grows, mm-hmm. and you 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 shift that perspective rather than looking at what you maybe don't have or what you perceive you don't have in your life. You actually have abundant blessings, and mm-hmm. I think that if there are times where maybe I'm struggling with something, and I, I, I'll admit I can't always do this, but I try to force myself to do this if I'm feeling down about something, or if I'm feeling anxious about something, or there's something that I feel like maybe isn't going right that I would want to ask to pray to God for to go right in my life or something that I feel like I'm lacking somehow. Um, I try to force myself to remember all of the things that I've been blessed with because there are people out there who have had a harder struggles than you have a, have a harder life than you. And mm-hmm. I think having that perspective is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that helps me stay grounded in mm-hmm. my gratitude. Definitely. I totally agree with what you guys said. That's kind of what I try to do. And over the years, it just, it's really helped with like, I know in the past, like, I've struggled a little with depression and things like that, Mm -hmm. and when I shifted my prayer to focus on gratitude, it just made a world of difference, and so that's something I definitely do every day. Every morning, I just thank God for, I try to at least think of a handful of things. Some days, you know, I can really go off, but some days I'm just, like, thankful for just waking up, and I'm thankful for just the beautiful day and I'm thankful that I have my health all these things that you just even though it's kind of like obvious you take when it you, for granted yeah, yeah when you actually take the time to pray and you say it to God it just helps to like put things in perspective like Anne said and 
and yeah, like helps you not to take it for granted. I think I would also say that maybe experiencing some challenges in life um, has like has forced me to remember like what what you need to be grateful for and that mm-hmm. you shouldn't take anything for granted mm-hmm. because you are not guaranteed unfortunately you are not guaranteed anything mm-hmm. you know my mom has a chronic illness <laughs> like I feel like that has given me a lot of perspective about living my life and being grateful for my health and that she was around my age when she was diagnosed and that has flipped my perspective about living living a full life and living my best life and, and going out there and showing up and doing all the things and that's not the only thing but um, I would say that that for me personally has been a very important thing to you know again keep me grounded I guess in my gratitude and thanking God for the things that I have been given and, and what I have. Mm-hmm. I would say um, I totally get that because um when I had a near-death experience is when I actually started becoming like really grateful. I was very entitled. I always felt like, well, good things should happen to me because I want this. It should be. And like I would get very frustrated in the world that things wouldn't work out the way I wanted them just because like I wanted them or I worked hard for them. Mm-hmm. And I really wasn't grateful for the blessings around me. And... Um, I started learning about gratitude. One, I think I just started becoming grateful after I had been healed. I nearly died and was bedridden for a year and a half, so I couldn't even shower. I couldn't even stand to shower. Like, I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk. So that immediately gave me a lot of gratitude because I was just grateful for the simple things that we all take for granted, Mm -hmm. Um, like being able to sit up and talk and shower and walk and, you know, go to the store and, like, (laughs) you know, just drive your car. Like, I couldn't do any of those things. So, of course, like, that made a huge difference, but, you know, that was now seven years ago this Thanksgiving, and, um, you know, that shiny gratitude (laughs) can wear off and you can start just taking your life for granted, Mm -hmm. and I started really uh, learning a lot about, like, personal development and just being grateful and, like, being having a gratitude practice has changed my life I try every morning to wake up and thank God for another day to be alive Mm -hmm. especially on days that I don't feel specifically grateful to be alive Mm -hmm. and I try to look around my apartment and thank God for all the things he's given me I love my bed I love my bed so much Mm -hmm. I love sleeping I love my chihuahua thankfully when I wake up I have a lot of good things like I have my sweet dog I have my my health, the fact that I'm alive, my bed that I love, my apartment that I love. Like, I'm grateful to have, surround myself with things that I love. But actually, when I was in that first initial gratitude practice, I didn't have any of the things, those things. I didn't have a dog. I was living with my parents again after not having lived with them and for like, I think it was um, seven years. Uh, I had to live with them and then I had to live with them because I was really sick. And I had to develop that gratitude practice when I was like on my lowest low. I feel like that when I got healed was actually lower than being sick because at least when I was sick, I couldn't focus on anything else but figuring out like what was wrong with me or getting better. But once I was healed, I had to like look around at the aftermath of my life and like I was living with my parents. I had no college degree. I um, had like no friends because all my friends basically stopped talking to me because I was unable to communicate or be fun with them so like you know but God was opening pathways for me and 
I just felt like the ultimate loser. I was unmarried. I just like had horrible self-talk at the time. And that's when I really cultivated a gratitude practice. And um, that really, I feel like, helped pave the way for my amazing life today. Um, So even if you feel like you have nothing to be grateful for, you have plenty to be thankful Mm -hmm. for. If you have eyes to see, hands to touch, mouth to taste, like ability to speak, running water, running water, walk and move around, walk yeah. and move around. Like mm-hmm. you are blessed. And you know, something that really helped me is having a time of day. So like on my drive to work every day, I would just praise God the entire hour of my, my car ride. And I still try to do it, um, on my drive commutes now. And like, I, then I learned about Teresa Foy is a Christian minister and she's very big into like gratitude mm-hmm. and she talks about how her um, office had been destroyed by a flood and like it had just been renovated and they were going into the renovations like finished and then the, the sprinkler system went off and flooded the whole thing and ruined like all their new office furniture <sighs> and they had to go in like with... um hunter boots or whatever (laughs) because it was like flooded and flooded the whole place Mm -hmm. and her and her people like started doing like praising God and thanking God for like the miracle Mm -hmm. that he was going to perform and like thanking God before he gives you something so I love that idea of thanking God before he gives you something so I used to like when I was single I'd be like thank you God for my handsome husband thank you I mean I'm not married so I shall still be saying I still should be (laughs) for these things. Um, thank you God for my handsome husband. Thank you God for my amazing job. Thank you God for my coworkers that I love. Like I was in a terrible job two years ago and I like, I have the most amazing job. Like when, especially if you're in pain in an area of your life, start praising God for making that, making that area of your life what you want it to be. I think God loves to hear our gratitude, not only for the things he's already given us, but the things he has yet to give because God's the creator of the universe. God's capable of doing anything. And I mean, it took nine years for me to have, like I was single, not like dating people, but I was single, no boyfriend for nine years. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I was saying thank you for a lot of years before uh, (laughs) uh, Mr. Wright walked through the door. But uh, (laughs) that's so true. And our God is a God of abundance. He wants to bless us all abundantly. Mm -hmm. And that may not look the same for every person. And we all have a different mission and a different walk with Christ in this life. But, um, God is not wanting to just give you crumbs. And I think sometimes we just kind of think like, oh, I guess like I'm just going to have crumbs and I can just be happy with that. But God is a God of abundance and he will, he did create the universe. He created everything and we can trust that he will bless us abundantly, especially when we trust in him and give our lives to him. And like when you were talking about your health issues, um, I mean, I can, I did not, I didn't almost die, but I was also very sick when I was younger with Lyme disease. Um, and I went through several, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because sometimes I think about like how God was working in my life at this time. Like I went deaf in my left ear, um, for a month. Um, I, w- I just woke up, I got really sick one day with, um, I felt really sick. I went to sleep. I woke up with vertigo and ringing in my ear and then I completely went deaf. I went to like, um, an ENT doctor and an audiologist and they told me like I had no hearing in my left ear and that they didn't know if it would ever come back. And that to me was just like, 
all of a sudden, you know, something, I was 23, I took that for, you know, my hearing, I took that for granted. And I was like, wow, I'm really grateful I can still hear out of my right ear because I can't hear anything on the left side of me. It's like stone cold silence. And so just like the most simple things that we take for granted, like I, I really try not to, like you were saying, if you have eyes to see, if you have ears to hear, um, and even just something that I think about sometimes is that sometimes the thing that may hurt us the most or what we feel like is hurting us the most in life or what we feel like is where God has forgotten us or where we are, you know, lacking. Actually, that may be like an abundant blessing in your life and there may Mm -hmm. be a big purpose for Mm -hmm. that. Like I used to think that being single was, you know, I used to feel like kind of raw about it because like all my friends were getting married and having babies and like have boyfriends and and I used to feel like, you know, like, well, God, like, I've been trying really hard to, like, not be single. Like, what is, like, what's going on? Like, have you forgotten about me? And I just remember one day in adoration, and I may have mentioned this on a previous podcast, I can't remember, but I just remember one day in adoration, like, God illuminating my heart and telling me, Lizzie, like, you being single right now, it's not. I haven't forgotten you. You haven't been abandoned. Mm -hmm. It's not even a neutral thing. I am blessing you. This is a blessing that you're Mm -hmm. single. There's a reason for this and I am blessing you because Mm -hmm. I have, um, I have rescued you and sheltered you from the burden of being with the wrong man. Mm. Mm -hmm. Amen. God loves a grateful child. Like the Mm -hmm. thing is, think of any parent who is going to give, who, what do you think, who's, Who's the parent going to be more joyfully giving to? The child that is like, you should have given this to me a long time ago. The demand. The demand. Yeah. Or like, (laughs) or the child that's like, thank you so much. Who are you going to be more generous to or like more happily giving? God's going to always love you and give to you. But the thing is, let's all be honest. He's like going to be your gratitude and want to bless you more for it. And... There's this Bible quote, uh, Bible story about the lepers that all had been like cured, cleansed of the of leprosy, and only one came back to Jesus and thanked oh, him, yeah. and Jesus fully restored him. So like the other people just were, didn't have any more leprosy, but they still had like their scars from it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, the one that was grateful, was fully restored yeah. by Jesus because he came back and said thank you. He's Jesus even said to him, "I healed twelve of you. Only one came back." It's kind mm-hmm. of mind blowing that like yeah. in our human weakness and our human nature, that that would be our tendency that we're given so many gifts that we just that are even miraculous that we just take for granted and just walk away from God how many times in our lives have we done that where God has blessed us so abundantly and we've walked away from him or we take it for granted not taking a moment just to say thank you yeah reflect on that yeah even like things that I prayed so hard for and God and then I got them and they were like hard but still good then I'm like so hard this is so hard not like thank you God for opening this door and I know you're gonna like help me through this and like work with me in this instead it's like God this is not exactly what I asked (laughs) I think I think those trials are the times when God is really like pruning you we talk right and it's just really like you're talking about singleness as like a cross to bear versus a time to celebrate and just you know like celebrate the fact that you can sleep in and you don't have to get up with your kids and like all these things we've discussed before 
and mm-hmm. that the more that you open your heart to God and trust and and give thanks, the more God is going to bless you. And I mean, I, I think that I see confirmation of this more and more in my life. Like the older that I get and the more that I grow in my faith. And it's just, it's, it's kind of miraculous to like mm-hmm. reflect on it. But like, I think mm-hmm. that again, it just takes like flipping that perspective of like, look at what you have, look at what you're being given Amen. rather than focusing on what is, is missing. What you lack. You know, right. and suddenly I think maybe some of those things that you perceive that you don't have or seem, you know, is like becomes less important. Yeah. Does that make sense? You're able to not fixate on that stuff. And celebrate what you do have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. And when you get to that place um, where God, that's also like a sign that God is preparing your heart for the future blessings that he wants yeah. to give you. And he wants to give you the desires of your heart and he honors the desires of your heart. But just like a good parent, like, you know, if you're, you know, five-year-old is begging you for a BB gun and you know they're not ready for a BB gun because they're going to shoot their eye out. Like, yeah. in, you know, what's that? What's that movie? Uh, I know. It's the, the Christmas, Christmas story. story. <laughs> it's like, as, oh my a, gosh. as a loving parent, like, you're not going to give them that because you know it's not time and that's not good for them. <laughs> You'll so. shoot your eye out. My brother, <laughs> my brother actually got a BB gun and he shot my cousin's eye. <laughs> Or maybe it was the other way around, but somebody's eye got shot. Oh my gosh, are their eyes okay? It was like near the eyebrow. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, that's why you don't get your kid a BB gun. Joel Osteen always says, um, he said that he doesn't give him, his son was like, He's, his, he wanted to give his son everything, but if his son wanted a car at 10 years old, he wouldn't give his son the car because it would be a burden and not a blessing. Yeah. And um, That's exactly what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, I know that's what you're saying. I think we got a little confused on the BB reference. Hey, I stand by my analogy, okay? Okay. Well, I think that was a beautiful... BB guns and all. I think, yeah, also to like reading about prayer, because mm-hmm. I think there's definitely so much out there to learn and to read about how to approach prayer, and um, that's a big part of it, is gratitude, and it just, for me, when I was starting to get back into my faith, I used to pray kind of just casually, I think, and in my own way, but when you learn that there is a I mean, not to say you can't pray anyway, but when you learn more about prayer, you start to realize that, yes, like as Christians, we're called to be hopeful and to ask for things and trust in God's will. So if we don't get it, it's Mm -hmm. still okay because it's God's Mm -hmm. will. He's, for whatever reason, knows when we should get it or if we should even get it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just frees you so much, like your soul, like to be able to be grateful, to ask, Mm -hmm. and to also be accepting of whatever the outcome is. Amen. I agree. And we have to trust in God so wholeheartedly that like, I think sometimes, Mary, you were talking about feeling entitled. Like sometimes... Sometimes I feel entitled with God where I'm like, God, if I'm not going to get this right now, like you need to tell me what your plan is and why. Mm-hmm. And like, I can ask God to to reveal to me in his wisdom what, you know, why things are going a certain way in my life. But also like, we have to remember that, like, that's part of trust is knowing that like, he, um, he, 
has a good plan for our life and like we don't necessarily have to know mm-hmm. everything that he's doing behind and the his scenes plan is right better. Now. and his plan is better Amen. than most of the times in our plan it is better but it takes a while to see that sometimes yeah and yeah. I think you know we probably all have like con- you know struggles with like control and stuff and like oh, yeah. one of um unrelevant and being impatient unrelevant radio father Simon um during his Bible studies, he always has this this thing he says where, like, people will call in and they'll be like, well, I don't understand why God said, like, this or why God did this or whatever. And he'll be like, well, you know, God has this problem. He thinks he's God. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so well put. Like, amen. Like, let's never forget who God is and the glory and honor that we owe to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's just something like the more humble you become and humility is not saying if you're good at something oh I'm not good at something humility is saying if I'm good at something it was by a gift of God like my greatness is God's greatness like that is not of me anything that's good is of God at the end of the day anything that I do that's like glorious should be all glory should be given to God Mm -hmm. because that's just it's the Holy it's a fruit of the Holy Spirit or a gift of the Holy Spirit that God's given me that what you were talking about Lizzie made me think of one of my favorite Bible quotes which is um, from Proverbs and it says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight like I I, when I heard that I just like I that's one of that my one. favorites because sometimes you just don't understand like you just don't know like you're like you, it's hard to accept if you don't get something mm. or why something mm-hmm. isn't working out and sometimes just being humans like we're just called not to understand like and yeah. how we can't easy is it to walk a crooked path it's so yeah. easy and therefore like if we just give it to god like we that's the thing is like i think lately my practice has been and i think you guys have helped me a lot with this too. Sometimes you guys remind me to do this. It's just like, try to like surrender, surrender, like give Mm -hmm. it to Jesus, give it to him on the altar, like whatever I'm struggling with, because like, I can't like, it's going to make my brain explode if I have to try to think about how I can like fix everything and like plan everything and make life perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but, um, you know, but the Lord, he can work with everything that we give him and he mm-hmm. can do all things and so he will make our paths straight. Amen. Amen. So what is the one thing that you're the most grateful right now for in your life? Oh gosh. I'm grateful that's for a, so much. It's hard I to know. Okay. I was going to say that's, that's harder <laughs> okay. to pin down. Okay, if you then. can't pin down one, do a top five, okay? <laughs> Or like a top three. I feel like it will never leave if it's a top. <laughs> I know. Um, do do top three. If we need to extend, we can extend. Rules are off. What are the top three um, things you're grateful for in your life? I would say my health. Mm-hmm. I would say um, my friends. Mm-hmm. And I would say my... My education, which might sound like kind of an interesting, but that goes back to glorifying God and the gifts mm-hmm. that you've been given, and like that is all woven together in that. So I like my career. Yeah. I think that's like honestly a very interesting perspective. I don't think a lot of people. That's not something that would even be on my radar. My mm-hmm. education. I think that's awesome. That is. Thanks. <laughs> I would say um, 
The one thing that I think I do always pinpoint to is I'm just so grateful for my faith. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a gift. And even today at Mass, I was just so, like, grateful. Like, wow, I get to, like, be here at Mass and and see this, uh, or participate in this. And it's just so special and so beautiful. And, like, not everyone in the world is is exposed to that or accepts it or knows about it or whatever they just don't have it yet and i feel like i won the lottery like that's i'm just mm-hmm. so grateful for that um and then number two would probably be my my health and my family's health like i'm just so grateful for that and then as of late i would have to say number three i'm just so grateful for my relationship with my boyfriend because it just brings me so much joy and peace and happiness to know like how much God has worked in our life and when I reflect on that I just get so so grateful wow that's awesome I would just like to add that I thought faith was implied and that's the first thing that I said and I can't can't believe you didn't say faith I'm sorry I'm very grateful for my faith and it's such a wonderful gift to have been I would say um, something that's been really on my heart lately is um, freedom, like freedom that we have in this country, um, Mm -hmm. as well as religious freedom, because just with everything that's happening in the world, I've been reflecting a lot lately on just how easy it is to lose our freedoms, freedom of speech, um, freedom to worship as we want to, and I just yes. think that, like, we are so blessed in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, I so I heard somewhere somebody saying recently that, like, if you make $32,000 a year, you are in the top 1% of humanity mm-hmm. wow. as far yeah, as, like... True. Yeah. And that to me, that's just mind-blowing to me. Um, and so that's definitely, like, something that I've been very grateful for because <sighs> I'm going to sound real patriotic right now, Ooh. but just... Being raised as an American, I think our country gets a lot of, like, on the news and stuff lately. And I'm not getting political, people. I'm just saying, I think that, like, people have been... A lot of people are real down on our country. And it's like, maybe we should try being grateful for what we've been given. Because this country has been blessed so abundantly by God. And we all have been so blessed to um, receive our educations, to have food on the table, to grow up being able to worship freely and all that so um that's a huge one amen me too but what i want to say is if you think about it like i something that was i thought about recently is that there have been regimes on this earth nazi germany like soviet union Mm -hmm. like communist cuba all these places that have literally become like venezuela right now have become like a living hell on earth. I agree. I think about that. And that, that is a reality that we don't have to face. We don't live in a living hell on earth. And I think a lot of Americans who are unaware of that never have, don't really think about the fact that like the world can be a very dark place and like you're yeah. not entitled to all of the well, like abundant blessings that we have. Again, it goes back to not taking things for, for granted. granted. Right. The fact Being that you were born into privilege in a, in a sense. We all have our struggles and the things that we face are not easy. Every human being on this planet doesn't get, like I really, I say this all the time, nobody gets through life easy, no matter no. who you mm-hmm. are. And 
but I totally agree with you that as Americans, like, we don't deal with, like, a lot of what other people have dealt with. The fact that we can go to church and worship yes. God is, like, such a huge gift that we, as Americans who have lived in this country our whole lives, take for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what were your other things you said? Um, so my so that was my number one right now, and then and really I mean, yeah, like um, my health for sure. I think health is something that is very easy to take for granted because without your health, you know, you um, you can't like. I mean, obviously, without your health, like you were saying, you couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And so, um, health is such a blessing, and. Um, I guess also I'm very, I'm so abundantly grateful for, um, this group and for Mm -hmm. my friends and everything because having had, having Catholic friends who help me to walk in Christ and who support me in that and who I can talk to and really like, honestly, just like bear my soul to is something that I've never fully had before. And, um, I just, I, 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 I have felt God's hand in it from the moment I met you guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. Everything y'all have said has just given me all the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> um, so for me, my top three are kind of like, I feel a little embarrassed because they're all like very specific things. Um, I, if I, okay, I'll just name them. One is my dog, Tucker. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, I knew it. Everybody, I know. Knows, <laughs> say, everybody knows. I have a coffee cup with him on Yeah, it. I know. <laughs> everybody knows Tucker's my main man. I just love that dog so much. I can't even explain the love that I get from this animal. I just feel like it was like, I I longed for motherhood and like having a family of my own and I lived alone for so many years and I feel like having this dog like mm-hmm. gave me someone to come home to and to snuggle and like to take care of it. I mean, it's not like having a family I know, but like, as a single woman, that dog has meant the world to me and, like, has really, I think, snuffed out the last bit of loneliness that was on my heart. I love yeah. him so much. I so. truly believe that, like, part of the way that God shows his love to us and makes us feel loved um, is through pets. Yeah, because they're just For so sure. innocent and loving and giving mm-hmm. without, like, Expecting anything but food and some <laughs> snuggles and maybe a treat once or two. Unconditional like, love. Unconditional love, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, and then my second thing is my boyfriend. I feel like I prayed for so many years and I've dated so many men. And I feel like my boyfriend's an answer to so many prayers. And I really am just absolutely so abundantly grateful for him and that. I gave our relationship a chance because uh, one day I'll explain that, but it took a minute. And then, <laughs> and um, the third thing is this group and the group like us, us four women here, but also the larger group that we're a part of. Like, it changed my life and mm-hmm. it made me a better Catholic and it prevented me from falling into a lot of holes that the devil could have left for me Mm -hmm. and I can't it gave me a family Mm -hmm. and I family here in Austin yeah family here in Austin and it you know it it makes this life here just so rich um but of course if I could cheat I would say the ability to also 
go to church, go to adoration anytime I want. Mm -hmm. In Austin, it's, I mean, in most countries in the U.S., it's pretty abundant, and I'm just so grateful that I work downtown and I can pop into the cathedral. I can go to the Schoenstatt Shrine. I can, like, I can be with Jesus almost anywhere at any time. There's 24-7 adoration chapels. Like, that is a privilege, and I am grateful that I have those resources. Amen. 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 So do you all want to close this out in prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us all together. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings you're bestowing upon us. Thank you, Lord, for each and every listener of this podcast. Please come upon all of us with open eyes and open hearts to all the ways that you're blessing us, Lord. Let us marvel in the beautiful things you're doing in our lives. And Lord, let us see how you're always showing your love for us in every moment of our lives. And let us thank you every minute for all those ways. With the intercession of your blessed mother, Mary, St. Anne, St. Elizabeth, and St. Abigail, St. Fulton Sheen, and Mother Angelica. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for joining another conversation with us. Please rate our podcast on iTunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts, as well as give us a review and share it with a friend. The more you share our podcast and review it, the better it is for other people to be able to discover it and join the conversation. If you want to continue the conversation, then please follow us on Instagram. We're at chastityinthecity underscore, and we'd love to talk more with you. We post quotes that have to do with each week's episode, and we also love to share on stories other beautiful Catholic content, so it's a really great place to connect with us and continue the conversation. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye!